Stonewalls, his pop-up podcast from The Devil in Detail. I'm Rob Paxson, and I'm here talking all things Salford Red Devils. I spoke to head coach Paul Rowley and fullback Ryan Briley, head of Salford Red Devils Easter Saturday Clash with Lee Leopards. And this is what they had to say. <laughs> Coach's corner. All right, Paul, you okay? Hi, mate. Good, thanks. Yeah. Defeat against Huddersfield in a real arm wrestle at weekend with a squad that battered with injuries. How do you keep everyone going? Well, it's easy. That's our job, Rob, isn't it? You know, so we, that's our job to, to to keep going. Yeah, if, if we're down tools, we'd, be a, we'd have a problem, but that's not hard, mate. Yeah, Dan Sargent has left and Ryan Lannan has departed too. Obviously, Easter's all about miracles, isn't it? And let's just say, for example, funds did come in. What would you... Sort of priority positions be well probably only back row where we're well covered. Really, so we're short in the middles, we're short on the outside backs, but uh, there's bodies coming back. Yeah, we're just we're just short of fit troops. To be honest, not so much the numbers. Sometimes it's about having the mileage in the legs of the players. As I said, you know earlier on, and obviously if Salford being an opportunity club, would the philosophy be to sort of get two or three players in who would sort of jump at that opportunity to play at Super League level, or would you look at bringing a player in who is Super League class just to bolster the numbers you've got? Oh, there's no point bringing anybody in who can't get in the team. You know, it's we, we need think people that will, will uh, add to the not only the competition, but the quality of the squad. So, yeah, it would be other Super League proven players at this point. Uh, but we scour the other leagues of that, what, if that's what you're referring to, yeah. including French, for, for talent. So we're all over Championship. I don't think there's a day go by where we're not clipping championship players. It's a constant piece of work that, that myself and the coaches that you know we undertake. One game over Easter, we're away from home, which isn't great when obviously you want funds for, for players. But it is great because you've obviously got a thin squad. Are you happy the way Easter's set up modern day in rugby league or would you want to change it back to two games? Okay, Rob, I enjoyed playing when there was a, a transition from winter to summer. That were two games a, a week, every week. So... We're not fussed. We try to have a mentality where we attack whatever's put in front of us. There's too many bumps in the road. We've learned that, you know, being here at Salford, it's, it's never straightforward. So the more durable we are, we, you know, we, we, we practice unfamiliarity, chaos, and we get on with it and it makes us durable. How about chocolate eggs? Big fans of chocolate eggs or, or not? <laughs> yeah, don't mind a bit of chocolate, Rob, to be fair. Good. Good. Final one. Uh, Lee on, on Saturday be a fantastic occasion going back against your former club and hopefully taking the two points. Yeah, just another game, mate. I've been that back many a time now, so uh, it's just another game and uh, against a good team. As always, the, the Salford fans enjoy going to Lee. They have a good uh, occasion, a good battle uh, amongst the fans in terms of uh, you know singing and bragging rights. Uh, uh, we got it last time, so uh, we'll be up against a motivated team. So we, we, we're going to have to be good with all that. Brilliant. Cheers, Paul. Happy Easter Thank and uh, good luck. You too, mate. All right, Ryan, you okay? Hi, Paul. Uh, thoughts on Salford's season and your season so far? Good. Good. I think we made a positive start. I think we'd have, we'd have liked to have got a couple more points on the board. But I think compared to time last year... I think it's chalk and cheese. I think we're a real tough team to beat. I think there's been unlucky periods in recent fixtures uh, which haven't just gone our way and a bounce of a ball, a, a slip, a decision, it just hasn't fell for us. And, and that's fine because we know it kind of evens itself out throughout the year. So we, we know we'll be okay. Um, I think defensively, 
uh, again, a, a lot tougher. We, we've not hit our straps properly in attack. We've had glimpses and and, and little moments, but I think as the weather improves, um, I don't I don't, don't want to bring that cliche when the ground start firming up. <laughs> um, but yeah, I think it's listen, it's difficult, isn't it, with it with a greasy ball to to really spray it around like like we want to. And it, and like I said earlier, the, the the disruption of I was I was looking at one of the tries where we scored at the weekend, and it kind of went. I think a back rower played the ball. A back rower give the ball to Sneed, and then back rower give the ball to another back rower in the centre. Then Cosy scored. So it's just crazy. I've never seen that before. But that shouldn't be overlooked because it, it is a, such a disruption um, at the moment. I think Paul mentioned before that when other bigger squads loan their players out to get match fitness, we're throwing them in the fire against a, mm. a, a Wigan away, a Huddersfield. It's difficult, but I think. Not everyone's all right, and there's no doom and gloom. There's no because we know no one's going to feel sorry for us. And I think the, the the overriding message is is just hold your nerve, and and we'll, we'll be okay. I think it's really easy to see results not go your way, but and not really understand that the game itself and understand what's kind of happened. And I, I, I said about last year, this time last year we got beat by Huddersfield thirty nil or thirty points to two, whatever it was, and then we got beat by Wakefield as well. So I think if you contrast the two performances. I think we've been a lot better this season. Again, the elephant in the room is we'll be all right when all our players start coming back and start fitting, fitting seamlessly into the transition again. So we're under no illusion how tough we're going to go through this period. It's a tough period and every team will go through it. Also, unfortunately, ours is now, but we're okay. I think we're used to adversity. And so what, regardless of the result on the weekend, what I will say is like there's no lack of belief or confidence through throughout the players we understand the 17 players no matter how fit or healthy they are mm. uh, going out on a weekend and, and they're going to perform for the best of us and, and try their hardest and I think as a fan um, that's all you can ask for and, and hopefully we can start playing our, our better rugby in, in the mid-season go obviously towards the back end of the year when it when it really counts How do you think the style of play, play has improved in the last 12 months? Um, I, it's, it's an interesting one because I, I, st- I think at the start of last season we started spraying it around and mm. I think there's a nervousness from fans if I'm honest our own yeah. <laughs> especially at home especially at home but I, I I think I remember being on the same call with you Rob about making sure that our fans are patient with our style of play because what happens in because I've been on the rolls before so what happens in the season is you seem to make a lot of, a lot of wrong decisions on the back of our our nice attacking play but throughout the year you get you start clicking and start and start nailing the opportunities and you start finding the balance when you can start close game closing games out. I, I think the Wigan game, for example, was sixteen points away up with ten minutes to go. We probably should be trying to close that game out and 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 be boring. But that's really hard for me, Brody and Sneed, to be boring because we want to keep scoring tries. So find that balance throughout the year and, and teaching points, learning points. I know it doesn't. This doesn't probably sound great, but them lessons of getting beat by Huddersfield, getting beat by Wigan, close games. There's some there's some really obviously I'm not going to give away all the secrets, but there's some really valuable lessons in them games, what we can take forward and and really improve on towards the back end, which is what we all strive for, isn't it? I think notoriously, if you look at when Leeds Rhinos have ever won the grand final, um, they've never, ever started well. So on the back of a World Cup, it's been difficult having a disruptive pre-season, losing our international hooker, losing our international centre now, Tim Lafay, for a good while. It certainly disrupts you as, a, as, a, as an attacking point of view. So... Again, no panic from us. I just think it's important that everyone understands where we're at, players-wise, health-wise, and just ultimately urge fans not to lose their nerve. And, and when they're seeing risky passes being played 
Um, there's a reason for it, and there's a reason we want to kind of attack that area. It's not because we want to make you have an heart attack, believe it or not. Yeah, but like I say, so fans over the years, we've had a few uh, sort of heart attack moments. I think it's more like a sort of muscle memory for us fans. We have to remember that we don't always drop the ball. We are beginning to catch it and, and make, make make things happen, which which is sort of the reason why this team is different than any team that's come before. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm with you. And, and as a fan myself, I, I know I'm... I, I'd be I'd be exactly the same. It, it is a new style, and it, it's okay when it's going well, isn't it? Back in the last season, we're winning every week. Um, but we had a lot of rhythm with us. We had a lot of momentum. We had a, and we was a healthy team towards the back end of the year. Unfortunately, it was only Akers and, and Brody who kind of suffered in the in the playoffs. But we was a real healthy team uh, and found our real rhythm and and momentum was really behind us. So it doesn't really get highlighted at the time. But there was some look at what. This, when we played St. Helens, the, the try we scored against St. Helens, which was un an unbelievable try to score, it's okay when you're winning, but when you're trying them things, when you're losing, it, everyone gets a little bit edgy, doesn't they? And it, it, I, I sense it myself, especially at home games when I, when I catch the ball myself and there's a, there's, there's a bit of a booing and a bit of a whistling going on when I'm, I'm passing the ball to Ken Seo. And then on the flip side, when Ken Seo passes to me and we, we make a bit of a break, no one boos Ken Seo though. So I wonder how it's just me who gets booed. Um, but that that for me, it, listen, that, that that's my overriding message is to, especially for you, Robin, and the Solver fans, is that there's a reason we do that. There's a reason we're kind of trying to play out of trouble. Not not every team does that, and you've got to be brave to do it. Um, so it's not a case of messing around in our own end. That why we just want to make you make you guys nervous because ultimately, what what I don't want, I'm I'm okay with it because. I've been on the Rolls' system a lot, so catching the ball and passing it and slinging it 30 yards to Kenzie or for him to have a run or Budgie or whatever. Uh, when Budgie makes the break at Wigan, that's all stuff we practice. It's not it's not stuff we just come up with on the day and, and, and have a try of it. So that that's an important message for, for me to, especially the, the Solver fans, is that just hold our nerve because we're a real team and I'm all right with the the booze and the and the, the nervousness around it about the way we play. But I just what I don't want is young players coming into the team who want to play that same way and getting a little bit nervous and a bit caught up in it and a bit doubting themselves a little bit. So I'm, I'm, I'm 31 year old now, so I'm, I'm a, a club as a senior player, so it doesn't doesn't override me too much. But yeah, just hold our nerve. Well, I'll just say we're, we're working on it, Ryan. We'll, we'll try better next next year. <laughs> <laughs> um, obviously, you, you previously talked about sort of coaching chaos. The important thing is it keeping cool head in them pressure cooker uh, situations to make the right decision. Definitely. And, I, and listen, we'll get it wrong. Like, we will get it wrong. And when we have done, you know, there's elements of our game which is nowhere near good enough at the moment. And and we're all right with that because we've we practiced and we'll, and we'll go out and, even, and we've got a group who want to practice hard and, and we're really disappointed when we don't get it right. So it's not like we're just parking it and leaving it and not speaking about it. We, we want to get it right. And after the game at the weekend, there's some really devastated players in there because we want to win, like ultimately. And all the stuff I mentioned about the injuries and adversity, it's irrelevant to a, a rugby league player because we want to win. And and that and regardless of if we had six men or sixty men, we we want to win games and we're, we're competitive and we, we want to be successful for Salford Red Devils. Me, probably more than anyone, being a Salford fan, so it's it's difficult to keep your head because you get frustrated, don't you? Because so when you when you're losing or when you're behind by eight or ten, it's really difficult to keep your head because you want to win so desperately. But the, that what I mentioned before, Rob, about you know like the learning moments and and yeah. uh, learning points from the Wigan game and 
knowing that we don't have to score again. We're, we're winning the game 16-8. We don't need to score again. We All we actually have to do is get Sneedy to his kick and defend well and we win the game. Their little pressure moments, uh, which when, when I made the error to when I had to play the ball and I, I didn't play it correctly, that's an error from me, which I need to be better. Their pressure moments, they're in big games, their killers, their pressure releases. So in a bigger game, I know that if I do get tackled, I need to play the ball right and I need to have a cool head to not worry about who's pushing or pulling me, but get down and play the ball correctly and safely and smoothly because then we can get our kick away and defend well. So I'll always take accountability of my actions and um, and we're, we're a really good group at doing that and taking accountability for their own own performance. And individually, we'll, we'll, we will keep getting better at certain little things because the bigger games to come, isn't there? Obviously, Challenge Cup will be starting soon around the corner, hopefully in the playoffs at the back end of the year. I think that's a really important message that we need to be be learning on the go and improving week by week and, and understanding that we can't make the mistakes in, in the bigger games. Concent- concentration is massive and um, taking account of your, of your job at that time, whether it be catching a ball, playing a ball, passing a ball, the concentration element in big games, which where we want to be, is a big factor. Where do you stand on six against? Obviously, our style of play should really suit us being moving the ball about. Yeah, like I said before, it it should do. Yeah, you're right, Rob. It should do, but because we like to play early in sets rather than late, I don't think the rule gives us enough justice in the fact that even though it's a six again, you actually ask you actually. A six again because it's because you just stop us on player one and, and lump on and slow it down on player one. That's probably our biggest threat. So teams are kind of latching onto that and, and lumping on and stopping our transition, which I think would be different if it was a penalty. That's what that's what I was trying to mm. say earlier. Because if it's a penalty, Sneedy then kicks the ball 30 meters and then we're in good ball again. And then, and as I looked at stat the other day, I think every five play the balls we, we score a try in the yeah. opposition. Like when we're, we're we're best in the league at that. So we know if we're in the other, other teams 20, we're dangerous. It's just getting there and teams are trying to be a bit smarter around it, which, again, that's why the six again rule bugs me a little bit because naturally it should cause fatigue. But if you're giving away six again on player one, you're only defending one more tackle. Mm. So it's not really a big a big factor. Whereas if giving a six away again on player four, that's a killer. If you ask any of their middles. Yeah. That's, um, so, yeah, in theory, Rob, you are right. I just think the ruling of it is probably hurting us a little bit. Then... Similar players, Wellsby, Field, uh, it, it probably hurts them players as well. I'm, I'm not saying I'm in the same category as them two, but I'm saying I would. <laughs> the people who want to obviously play uh, a, a, an attractive brand, I think the ruling hurts hurts them teams in particular. So, and, and we're roles, I don't like it. I think it, it, there should be more accountability on just give a straight penalty or not. Because I, you know what I would say, Robert? I think you'd see less penalties given because you'd be judged, uh, as a ref, you'd be judged on that penalty, whereas a six again is probably too easy to give at the moment. Yeah, uh, one game over Easter. Happy or, or not happy about that? Um, not even thought about it, Robbie. If I'm honest, no. uh, yeah. Um, I, if you ask one of the bigger lads, maybe a bit different. <laughs> I think but the, 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 what they go through in a game. Yeah, I, I, I love playing. I love playing. So I, I've never really thought about it like that. Yeah, you, you've probably stumped me there, Rob. I, I don't know. Yeah, I mean, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm happy that we've, we've got a game on Easter. I, Training bores me, so I'd rather play every, uh, play every day. It doesn't really bother me, but I'm, I'm sure if you ask one of the senior players and the, the bigger lads, I think they'd be probably strangling me right now, saying, yeah, you'd be happy to play every day. They'd probably get a lot more hammer than, than I do. But yeah, it's probably a smart decision by, by the RFL. It's probably a real smart decision in, play, in terms of player welfare. But in, in terms of our prep and our the way we go about things, I think you'll know you'll see you know roles as good as I, as I do. The fact that we just get on with it, don't we? Just adversity, and if we play if we have to play on a Monday or a 
or a Saturday or a Wednesday, we just turn up and play and, and give it our best crack. How about chocolate eggs? Fan of chocolate eggs? No, I don't. I don't eat any of that rubbish, Rob. You're not. No. no. Oh, it's good. That's good news. Uh, final one, Lee on Saturday. Going back to your former club. Hopefully, a big following from Salford and a, a good game and a win. Yeah, the, the atmosphere was electric last time. Um, running out and seeing all the Salford fans behind the sticks was was pretty special. Um, probably, probably my favourite moment as a Salford player, if I'm honest. Going back to a, a, a ground that I got fond memories of, of and playing against my old teammates and 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 people who have been really good to me uh, throughout my career. And in, in front of, and then I'll see in front of the Salford fans and seeing my family behind the sticks. And but when I, when I scored at that end was probably the best moment in, in a Salford shirt for me. Seeing my family in the stand and going going to their first game and and not upsetting the or spoiling the party because it was an unbelievable atmosphere, weren't it? An unbelievable event. But I think that win was really important for us just to prove how at a tough team. I don't think we played particularly well, but we found a way to get the job done. And I think that'll be similar at the weekend. I think they're a really good team, if I'm honest. I think they're really good. I think with a the squad they've got, I think they'll be wanting to challenge the top six. And I wouldn't be surprised if they got there. I think that I think the the strike, the Latellis and Lamb and Hardacre They've definitely got the, the the ability then the personnel to do that. So we're we're nowhere in for a tough test. We're nowhere in for a tough game. The crowd will be will be fully pumped up as usual. Um, it's it's mad how we're playing them away second time. Eh? Like not even playing, but um, I think from a Salford players' perspective, we need the fans big time because they helped us through massively last uh, last time we was there. It, it's a really important game for us because we are busted. We we are low on troops and we're going to do it tough again. It's not going to be. A very pretty performance from us by by all by all means, but we definitely need the fans help for sure to the extra edge when when things start getting tough, which it will. There'll be there'll be moments when it'll be tough for us, and, and we have to defend uh, time after time and keep turning up for each other. But I think that when in the last game, I think we did that did that really well, and hopefully we can have the same attitude and application this weekend. Brilliant, Ryan. Good luck and uh, happy Easter. Cheers, Rob. Thank you. So that was Paul Rowley and Ryan Briley ahead of the clash with Lee Leopards on Saturday. Big thanks for tuning in to this week's pop-up podcast. I'm Rob Parkson. You can find us on Facebook, Devil the Detail SRD. You can find us on Twitter at the ITV SRD. You can find us on SoundCloud, iTunes, Radio Contact, Spotify and YouTube. See you soon.